I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it! She's back. She's back. Um, Vacuum Lady is alive and well right now. Vacuum Lady is, I guess, living her best life based on the amount of vacuuming that we're seeing yes she loves to vacuum here's the problem i think we talked about this on the show she's using the wrong attachment for her wooden floors she does not have a rug down claire is very passionate about these vacuuming details i'm very passionate about it why uh, why should you if you're so passionate about vacuuming as i am why would you use the wrong attachment to get the job done? Because then you're not actually vacuuming. I thought you were going to say not actually getting the job done, and both are true, I think. Both are true, yes. They're not mutually exclusive, but they are both true. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and our friends. Yes, and our friend, and our sirens, and uh, our neighborhood. Yes. So our last episode, we talked about resolutions. Yes. Remind us what yours was. Um, mine might have changed, like... Actually, no, it didn't because I listened to what it was last night. And so my resolution is essentially to make better decisions for myself. Great. Um, better financial decisions, like health decisions, um, mental hanging out with people decisions. Mental hanging out with people yeah. decisions. Um, so it's now day three of the new year. Yes. How is that going? Um, the mental decisions and, like, the hanging out with people decisions, great. Great. The, um, the health decisions – Less great because I like I've been busy. like this first week of the year in true Ian Brodsky form is my busiest yet, so I'm eating out a lot and I'm not eating the right foods necessarily. So that's that okay. Is, so that's a process. And then um, the financial decisions, same thing because I'm just out and like buying food. So. Yeah. So it's a process, but I'm not like I don't think I've failed on day three of the new year. Yeah, I'm trying to go to Starbucks less. Starbucks is really my black hole of money mm-hmm. where it's so easy to reload my Starbucks card. I just got a new phone. I pulled up Apple Pay. Did you know that if you get a new phone now, you can't proceed with putting anything in the wallet if you don't do Apple Pay first? Right. Yeah, which is a little crazy. Right. They don't have anything to do with one another. Right. Yeah, it's insane. And so I'm setting up all of that, and it's just so easy to put that Starbucks card Mm -hmm. in my Apple wallet. I recently just did that, too. It's weird, though, because I also have the Starbucks app, and I normally pull up the app because I order ahead of time. Right. So I don't know why I need it in the wallet and the app, but it seems safe to have it in both places. Right, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I have in my Apple wallet is uh, my AMC Stubbs A-list card. Mm. Yes, I'm a very fancy moviegoer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But can I? Okay, this. I, I hope this isn't a tangent, but no. I fun Christmas fact. Yes, all the movies were sold out this year on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, I went. I got oh. in line. Had my like had myself ready. Had my time picked out. Had my backup movie picked out. Everything from that point on at was the sold AMC. Out was sold out. Which AMC did you go to? The one across the street from that Apple store. Okay, so you went to Lincoln Square. Yeah. So that's my favorite AMC. Me too. You need to get AMC Stubbs A-list. Do you have it? I, um, I signed up for it. I haven't, I, I haven't paid like the monthly fee for it yet. Okay. Because that's one of those things that I'm waiting like 
financial decisions. Yes, it's totally worth it though. If you're gonna go to two to three movies a week, mm-hmm. it pays for itself after the first movie. Right. Every single month. Absolutely. The best thing is is that the same this is not an advertisement. I literally think I've talked about this on the show. I'm obsessed I with think it. We're gonna tag AMC Stubbs in this next like episode drop. Yes, and, we like, have to have, and make sure that they like hear us and our glowing reviews of them. Yes. This is a glowing... This episode brought to you by my feelings. <laughs> so, <laughs> so AMC Stubbs A-List, I was like on MoviePass. I was thinking, you know, like MoviePass sucks now. They're going under. I don't really know what to do. I go over to A-List, right? Because I went to a movie with my friend and while we were at the movie theater, he was like, oh, I checked in for this movie like five days ago or something. I was like, you did what? And I and I thought that AMC Stubbs A-List was like the replacement for MoviePass under the AMC umbrella, but right. it's not. Oh. It's a subscription service, obviously, where you can reserve up to like a month or two in advance your movies, I think. Okay. You can go to any screening for the same price. You don't pay premiums on IMAX, Dolby, 3D, any of it. So when I wanted to see Mary Poppins the day it came out and there was a seat available, I reserved it earlier in the day. I went. It was a Dolby surround sound with the shaking seats experience. Mm. It was so exciting. Amazing. And it was under the subscription I already had. So how many movies have you seen over the past couple weeks? I can tell you right now. Here comes my phone. Yay. I will tell you. Claire's got a new phone. It is beautiful. It's red. It's it's very exciting, but it's also um, really hard to hold. My hands are very small. Yeah, it's a big phone. It's a big old phone, honey bun. I jumped from the SE to the XR, to the 10R, Mm -hmm. which is pretty crazy. That's a big leap in phone. It's a big leap. Especially in the size of phone. I didn't grab. I just like went to grad school. I didn't do the whole undergrad portion. Went right to your your medical degree. My AMC, let's see if it tells me what movies I've seen. So, in the last month and a half since I joined, Mary Poppins Returns, mm. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Green Book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, number two. Uh, is it Where to Find Them? Is yeah. That, okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, Boy Erased, A Star is Born, Mission Impossible, Jurassic World, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Incredibles 2, Tag, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Ocean's 8, Tully, A Quiet Place. So, this is going back sometime. Oh, no. That is going back sometime. Oh, this is all my tickets. So the ones that I've used since joining, A Star is Born, Boy Erased, Bohemian Rhapsody, Fantastic Beast, Green Book, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mary Poppins. Nice. That was within Halloween to December 19th. So that's oh, wow. over five weeks. That's like a fiscal quarter. Yeah. A fiscal quarter. That's how I measure my life nowadays. How dare you? I know. <laughs> Just pulling up my bra strap. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm obsessed with this movie thing that's really where my money is going coffee and movies same i mean mostly coffee for me because i drink so much coffee and like my acid reflux is like not okay with it at an all-time high it is like so what happens to me is i'll get (laughs) sick and it always ends up in my chest or my throat yeah and the residual of it is a little bit of acid reflux yeah and like if i don't find ways to take care of it it just kind of sticks there and then i drink three cups of coffee because i'm better and i can drink coffee again instead of tea so then i just drink three cups of coffee a day yeah that doesn't fucking help no definitely not you need the caffeine too you're a caffeine fiend yeah see i can't do caffeine any little bit of caffeine and i have the jitters right food or no food i have to be smart about how i use it though like i don't have caffeine before auditions because i can get jittery or like i can't i don't Mm. like to do it before like like interviews or Anything yes. that, like, I'm going to have to sit and think or, mm-hmm. like, apply myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I take a tangent really quick? Please. 
So one time in uh, my freshman year of college, I was going to uh, ECU. It was before I transferred to Elon. And I just wasn't having a great time. Obviously, I transferred. And so I was kind of like, fuck you, to like the whole institution and everything the teachers were, the professors were telling me. And I had one voice teacher, one like music professor that was telling me that uh, she like had a whole seminar on foods that singers shouldn't eat. Basically every food. Right. Every food. Right. But her biggest thing was cheese. She was like, stop eating cheese. And I was like, ha ha, fuck you. So then like right after this lecture, right, it's like five minutes later, I go downstairs to like the student union where they had an Einstein Brothers bagels and they used to make pizza bagels there. Mm. And so I get in line and she's in the salad line and the two lines are like with just a rope between them and we're like walking up in line together like making chit chat. And then we parted ways and she heard me order a pizza bagel after coming out of a two hour lecture about the dangers of cheese. It really got me. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Ian's quiet laughing. I love it. Ian, I really, I love you so much, but it would be so much more gratitudinous if you would. Gratitudinous? Yeah, it's a word. It's a word I like. <laughs> where you would laugh out loud so everyone at home knows you think I don't, I'm funny. I don't want to like interrupt your, your. No, no, you should just laugh. It was it was hilarious though. Like, it was that is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, I was literally. <laughs> That made me laugh. <laughs> Ian's head cocked back. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I was out with some friends like maybe a year or two ago, and literally the same words came up, which was, fuck you, eat cheese. Fuck you, eat cheese. Um, my friends and I used to, oh, the tangent's kind of over, but yeah. here's the last part. I used to say in college, um, I can't remember. My friend Chet, I think, came up with this, and we just started saying it. I don't really know how it came about, but... Um, actors who do the work get the work, and the bitter bitch eats the cheesecake. <laughs> I have definitely said and heard variations of that same exact thing, yeah, like yeah. cheesecake and all. Yes, yes, maybe that's where this from. I, I yeah, I don't remember like where. Yeah, but I, like I remember being in college and being like the bitter bitch eats the, che- eats the cheesecake. Yeah. To be clear, cheesecake overrated food. Hot you take. Think? Yeah, I I like it. But it's not like the end all be all. There's pie. Right. Right. If in a world, in a world, <laughs> in a world where pie exists, <laughs> cheesecake is not really a contender mm. for me. All right. Yeah. I feel like I kind of love all desserts equally, though. So I do not love them all equally. Mm. I love a good dessert, but I have a very serious ranking system, sure. which we will get to another day. <laughs> we have to go to the thing that That'll happened be, this yes, week. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. Well, on we go. Cue the music. Ian Brodsky. Ian's I'm laughing. sorry. It was like the like she did like a little head whip and like very like um like high school choreographer like come on let's go I like that's what my it was finger. yeah she lassoed her finger, finger the hair lasso. flipped it was great <laughs> all right Ian Brodsky what happened to you this week oh man oh man this happened to me last night I saw. The band's visit. Wow. The musical on the Broadway, which brought me two tears. Like, I am not someone who, like, gets too emotionally invested in, um, like, what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But I ended up, my friend uh, hooked me up with two tickets. I brought my fr- I brought friend of the show, Joe Kroger. Hi, Joe Kroger. Um, yeah, so it was fun. We were hanging out and, like, seeing a show. And... 
like the second half. It's a, a ninety minute musical about an Egyptian band that ends up in the wrong town in Israel. So they think they're going to like this very like um, metropolitan populated area, and they end up in this ghost town with very few people. And the whole and the Spooky. whole yeah, it's about ghosts. It's not about ghosts. Um, <laughs> The bands visited. They were ghosts all along. They were visiting from heaven. Spoilers for the band's visit, except (laughs) not at all. Um, But the whole show was about the band forming this beautiful, like, quick, loving relationship with these, uh, with the town citizens. And from, like, about midway on, I was on the edge of my seat with my friend, like, welling up. And there was a point in the show where... Uh, because half of them speak Hebrew, half of them speak Arabic, they say goodbye to each other, and they say it in their, like, respective languages. So one says goodbye, like, Shalom Aleichem, and the other one says, um, I think it's Aleichem Salam. Mm-hmm. And that got me. That, <laughs> like, literally, like, that's where, the, that's where the tears came in. Aww. And then, um, like, from that point on, just, I'm getting chills thinking about it right now. It's that followed by, like, a couple songs, and then, like, the 11 o'clock number, I guess it would be, is, <laughs> like, this ca- uh, this character called the Telephone Guy, who it, the whole show is standing in front of a telephone waiting for his girlfriend to call. That number starts with him, and then adds the ensemble in, and it, like, swells, and it's so beautiful, and then it ends with uh, the phone ringing, and his girlfriend is, has called him finally. <gasps> and Exciting! It was so exciting, and just so beautifully directed and lit and uh, just so beautifully executed all around that, like, it was, like, so tear-inducing. And from that point on, like, the ending... Like, I'm not going to give away the ending or what happens in the ending, but there's another beautiful swell that ends in a blackout. And, like, you can kind of, like, predict it, but it like, it was one of those things where I was thinking, I'm about to cry, I'm about to cry, I'm crying, I'm crying. <laughs> um, it's and, come over me! And, um... Katrina Lank is the actress who plays the lead character, Dina, and she wanted Tony for this role, and she, I've seen her in several things. She has brought me to tears in every show I've seen her in. Is Tony Shalhoub still in the show? No, but it is, um, I forget his name, but he played that character in the original movie. Oh. Yeah, which I forgot about until afterward when uh, Joe pointed it out. Okay. So... It, yeah, so also really cool thing to see. That is very cool. But yeah, that's what happened, and it was like I I, I, I feel like I started the year off like really strong with my theater game. And yeah, you did. It was it was beautiful. Like I love I love theater, and I love like a big fun show, and I love a classic like very happy like Rodgers and Hammerstein kind of thing. But to see something so simple that is so beautifully executed and so intimate in like a huge space is just absolutely like it's breathtaking amazing yeah so the band's visit you can see it in new york city new york city come on through on the broadway on the broadway on the broadway the great one we um i'm very happy for you that yes. you had that experience have you seen it yet no i have not i'm gonna be honest y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> here it comes Although it won the Tony for Best Musical, and I am sure it is a effervescent, illuminating experience, 
the theater I want to see right now is commercial and mm. glitzy and tap numbers. That's and, okay. You know, that's just like the mode I'm in the last couple of years. I love that shit. Yeah, like that's I live the for shit it. that got me into theater. Yeah, actually, no, Les Mis did, which is kind of the opposite. But then, like that led to like the glitzy tap numbery shit, and that's my shit. Yeah, well, even Les Mis, although there's like a thousand main characters, has most of the structure of a. A blockbuster musical, right. which it is. And it is a big commercial show. It's a big commercial entity. Yeah. Right. Um. So I'm probably not going to see the band's visit for a minute or two, but eventually, yes. But I feel like you have a minute or two to see it. I mean, it's. I don't think it's going to like run forever, but yeah. But I think you have a minute or two. All right. I do. I yes. do have a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Is it my turn? Absolutely. Here we go. So what happened to you this week, Claire? I just changed the catchphrase. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I like that. This week, I achieved a personal success by getting my parents to watch my favorite show. Okay, now here's the thing. This entire thing that happened this week is going to be about The Good Place on NBC. Yes. I'm going to avoid spoilers, but if you are want to be totally spoiler free i would recommend skipping ahead a little bit Mm. but also don't because i'll miss you okay so uh have you skipped (laughs) ahead good so my (laughs) so my parents watch like the same things over and over and over fox news ncis detective montalbano what yeah they watch like old detective stuff poirot Right, 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 right. Um, what else are they watching? Some animal doctor show on Discovery, Deep Sea, or whatever that show is, Deep Sea Mysteries or something. Sure. They're stuck in their ways. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. New TV does not happen for them. And although they have a Netflix account, they just, they don't try new stuff, really, mm-hmm. is, is the point of it. So while I was down visiting my parents for the holidays, I, for the holidays. Holidays. I told them that – I told them all about the show. I was, like, obsessed with the show. I kept telling my dad. I was like, it's so funny. It's about how people, while their time is on Earth – like, while they're on Earth, ha- are part of a, like, universal ranking system for good and bad. And then based on how good or bad you are, you go to the good place or the bad place, a.k.a. heaven and hell. And my dad's like, huh, interesting. But he's, like, not really interested, Right. And so then one night we had some free time and I pull up Netflix and I told them, I was like, hey, I'm just going to put on The Good Place. Can we watch The Good Place? And they were like, um, yeah, okay, sure. I put it on. All of a sudden we've watched five episodes Mm -hmm. and they're both very invested. Yes. My mom goes on a minor tangent about how she didn't like Ted Danson on Cheers and isn't sure she's going to like this. And she, they asked me about the rest of the cast and they had no idea like how famous Kristen Bell is. Right. Kristen Bell has that Frozen money, girl. Okay, oh. she. Kristen Bell has that Veronica Mars money. <laughs> I, I almost want to say she doesn't need the good place, but no. like, but like she is the good place. Yeah, she was the voice of Gossip Girl. Okay. Oh Chris, yeah. Yeah, Kristen Bell doesn't need this. XOXO, Kristen Bell. She doesn't need this. Okay. So when I explained to them that she's actually the highest paid actor on the show, right? My mom didn't 
didn't understand that a show could have Ted Danson on it and someone else was the main character. Mm-hmm. Although Ted Danson, I mean, Michael is a pretty main-ish right, character. Right, like they're clearly like the two. Yes. Now my favorite actor on the show is Darcy Carden, who plays Janet. 1,000%. If she doesn't 1, win awards this season, I will be very surprised. Same. Darcy Carden is so gifted. We really don't deserve her, frankly. Right, 100%. <laughs> um, so I get my parents to watch The Good Place, right? And then we watched maybe like one or two more episodes before I left town. But my uh, dad fell asleep at a very important part when Eleanor Shellstrop, a.k.a. Kristen Bell, announces to the rest of the neighborhood that she's the problem with the good place. My dad kind of missed that important information. Like he was half awake, half asleep. I woke him up for the big twist. Mm. But it's not the big twist, okay? People who watch the good place know what the big twist is. At the end of season one. Yes, at the end of season one. I'm not going to spoil it. But last night, my mom texted me and told me that they watched the rest of season one without me. And she texted me in all caps. I wasn't expecting that. Oh. Yes. And so she told me all about how she's invested in Cheaty and how she kind of knew that Jason and Janet were a thing. So anyway, I'm very excited because I conquered the beast and got my parents to watch something that is not Laura Ingram. Right. Or NCIS. Congratulations. That's big. Yeah, I won the battle won, and the war. You won 2018. Yes, really, I did. It was it was a way to go out on top for me. Yeah, I really feel accomplished, frankly. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Like that's that's like a plus material. Thank you. It was a, a personal triumph. Yay. Um. So moving forward, I encouraged them to go through season two. I left my Hulu logged in on their TV so they can watch season three. Mm. Hopefully they will keep up with it. There are some episodes in the most recent string of episodes that are a little bit pandering, like nothing's really happening, mm. Um, which is a little frustrating because I think the show takes a dip when they're trying to figure out how to rectify the big twist. Right. Um, but they're back on track now. Darcy Carden really has saved oh television. My God. <laughs> and what I love about her is that like, she's someone who's like in her late thirties and is just now mm-hmm. getting discovered. And like, you can see her in past things. Like I've seen her on the UCB scene for years. Like yeah. she's just someone who was just slogging and putting in the work and just plugging away and she's incredible well the cast has a lot of newcomers too jamila jamil who plays tahani al jamil has no credits at all right this was, is her debut she was just a, like not i don't want to say just a supermodel but she was just a model before that yeah but she wasn't even like a supermodel right. you know what i mean like it wasn't like she was pulled she was literally pulled from obscurity right. is what i'm saying right <laughs> it's not like they picked janelle bunchen to do that Right. Oh, my God. No. Giselle. Giselle Bunchen. Giselle yes. Bunchen. Yeah. Bunchen. Wow. The, Bunchen. the Patriots fans are going to have another reason to come after me. Well, you know what? If Patriots fans are listening to this, you suck. Ha! Do you remember Deflategate? Because we do. Remember last year's Super Bowl? Because I do. Yeah. Do you remember how Tom Brady's a wuss? Because I, I do. Okay. Uh, thus ended <laughs> the second tangent. So... Uh, that was my thing that happened this week. Oh my god, I love it. Yes. I've been trying to get my parents to watch that show. I think if if Larry and Honeybee are listening right now, if my parents can watch it, you guys can watch I it. I think they would love it. My mother's tagline for her like initial hot take review was, the thing that works about it that doesn't work for her on The Office and Parks and Rec is it has the perfect balance of a little bit of old and a little bit of new. Mm. It's mostly new for me. But right. Yeah. 
Right. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there's an entire series of callback jokes to Blake Bortles. If we're talking about, like, what's happening in 2019, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, that is it. All right. I am done. Okay. Well, I guess it's time for the quiz. The quiz. Cue, Cue the, the music. music. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? I'm I'm obsessed again with The Sims 4. Yay! Like, I'm back on my, like, Sims 4. Like, I come home, I turn on the TV, I eat a little dinner, I play The Sims 4, and then suddenly it's 1 in the morning. Yes. And that's, that's all I gotta say about that. Now, when it comes to your resolution of making good mental health decisions... <laughs> Go on. I I would just encourage you to take breaks. Fair. You could fall into a Fair. deep second life oh, hole. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Don't let your Sims have more sex than you is really what I'm That's saying. That's too late already. <laughs> For me too. Too late already. For me too, guys. <laughs> it's been it's been way longer than a minute. <sighs> Ian Brodsky, question number two, three fingers up. You know what? For 2019, I want to change this Me game. Me too. Great. Me too. I hate this game. <laughs> Should we just do four four questions today? Like Passover? No, 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 no. We'll think of a game. Let's think of a game really quick. Should we switch back to Would You Rather? Oh, yeah, sure. We haven't done Would You Rather in a while. Yeah, okay. Okay, season 3.5, we're going back to where it's a TBT, it's a throwback. Honey, a throwback. Would you rather, would you rather be stranded on the moon or stranded in the desert? In the desert? Because at least I can breathe. Let's pretend you can breathe. Oh, on the moon then. That okay. would be that would be so much more fun. I feel like it would be lonely though. There's no animals. True. Oh man, I'm going to switch back to the desert. The desert. The desert. He would go to, the, like, to the desert. Cacti, as I learned in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend season two, are full, full of water. water. Yeah. Um. So I'd go with the desert. Good choice. Thank you. Question number three: What are you watching slash listening to mm. slash reading? Right. So I'm almost done with Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which as if you've been keeping up the, with the show, you know I've been rereading the Harry Potter books. Yes. Um, I'm listening to a little bit of everything. I'm back on a passion pit swing lately. I've been on a, like, still on, like, the piano bar, jazz swing. Um, a little bit of everything. I haven't been listening to podcasts as much lately, partially because it's the end of the year, so they don't really put out new content. And, <laughs> and also, everyone has a podcast. And everyone okay. has a podcast. It's like, ugh, come on, guys. Um, Fuck podcasters. They're so weak uh, and pathetic. Um, <laughs> um, and then something I watched recently on YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah. Um, it was like, it was from the Melbourne Comedy Festival this past year called the Melbourne, Great- Australia? Yeah. Okay. Called The Great Debate. And, um, it's three comedians on like, or six comedians, three on each team, one like for and one against. And this situation this past year, the debate was, should we move to Mars? And... <laughs> Most of the comedians I've never heard of because they're international. Like, a lot – like, it's in Australia, so a lot of them are, like, famous in Australia. Yeah. But Dulce Sloan from The Daily Show was one of the comedians on Mm. one of the panels. And she does a 15-minute set that is so goddamn funny. I rewatch it at least once a day, and I still laugh hysterically. Can you send it it to me? I will. I 100% will. So I recommend that to everyone. Amazing. Fun fact – 
I have a friend, a family friend, Dan Carey, who is a finalist to go move to Mars. You know that group of people that they have, like, deterred? There's, like, 45 people who are going to go colonize Mars. I didn't know that they were still planning on doing that. Yes. So it's supposed to be a mission in 2020 if it becomes possible, which it won't be by 2020. Oh, but God. once you move there, you're there forever. Oh, man. Isn't I'm that crazy? Exhausted. Yeah. His family's not happy that he applied because right. now he's a finalist. Oh, man. And he is going to Mars. Good for him? And also, I don't know. If you were married to a person who went to colonize Mars, that would fucking suck. Oh, that would absolutely suck. Because not only is your husband leaving you forever, but they also have to fuck other people to raise right. children on Mars. In order to, like, make Mars a thing. Yeah. Why would we make Mars a thing? I don't know. Stop it. Stop making Mars. Stop trying to make Fetch stop happen, it. Mars. Yeah, stop trying to make Fetch happen. Uh, okay, question number four. Who was the last person you texted? It was my mom. Because she literally texted me, don't come visit us until the shutdown is over. Well, hey, honeybee. Buzz, buzz. Buzz. Buzz, buzz. Question number five. Who would you like to wish well this mm. week? I'm going to wish you well, Claire. <gasps> me? Yeah. What? Yeah, because it's a new season. It's a new audition season. And um, you and I have a lot of work ahead of us. And it's always I always love knowing when... There are people on your team, and I know that we're on each other's teams, and um, that we have each other's backs. Yes, so So I want to start the year off by wishing one of my one of my original business partners the best. Yes, that's me. It's you, the partner to business. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, is it my turn for the quiz? It's your turn. Ask me the questions, Ian. I will, Claire. Question number uno. Yeah. I was about to... Ian. Ian. Three and a half seasons. (laughs) Keep it in. Um, It's a real struggle over here. (laughs) What are you obsessed with? Uh, So my roommates and I did a gift exchange before the new year Mm. uh, for Christmas. And one of my roommates, Claire Francis, got me baby foot. (laughs) Which... We've talked about on the show before. Ian is Ian is so upset. And oh man! <laughs> so Babyfoot is amazing. If you don't know what it is, order one right now. It's a package of footies for your feet. It's like booties for your feet that are filled with like all natural chemicals that make your skin peel off. <laughs> I remember your thing that happened this week about this. I love babyfoot <laughs> so much and when i opened it i screamed like a violent yes like i was so excited i love it no one knows me better than the people who live with me and they know that i want my feet to peel does it get at all confusing with a claire and a claire francis no because she goes by francie and i oh. go by bear they don't there really call me Bear. We say Francie's name out loud a lot, but no right. one really says my name out loud at home. I think I'm sure. I'm just, I know that they're talking to me. Right. But normally I'm Bear to most of my friends. Right. With the exception of you for some reason. I, don't, I didn't think I had like, not ownership, I didn't think I had like the right to call you Bear. Well, you're welcome to call me Bear. Everyone can call me Bear. Oh, I'm Bear. Bear. I'm Bear Manship. Bear Manship. Here I am. Uh, so yeah, I'm obsessed with Babyfoot. I love it. <laughs> Um, would you rather live underwater yeah. for the rest of your life? Can I breathe? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like whether it's like the Harry Potter gills or what, but, okay. or live on Jupiter for the rest of your life. I'm going to go underwater 
it's probably more dangerous than Jupiter overall. You know, things can come and eat you, mm. but um, Jupiter seems really lonely. Mm. Yes. Fair, fair. Yeah. At least underwater, you could like make friends with the fish. I could also walk up as far as the beach and see humans too. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you get to be on the beach all the time. Yeah. Which I don't love, but sure. <laughs> I'm more of a Aspen girl. I don't sure. really like Miami. You know right. what I mean? That's, that's fair. <laughs> Different strokes. That was the bougiest sentence I've ever said. Okay. Uh, ask me another. All right. Well, what are you watching and listening to or reading? So I, I didn't realize it. But midnight on New Year's Day, when the ball dropped, I switched over. After I watched the ball drop, I switched over to Netflix, and Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour had just dropped. I didn't realize Netflix had it, but it was a New Year's Day drop. And so I watched the entire concert. Or not the entire concert. I think I watched like three quarters of it. I still have to finish a little bit. But wow, didn't realize that album was so ferocious. Really? Can I play you a song I love? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Ian didn't like it, but so I- <laughs> here's my thing. And I know this is a hot take, but I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. Okay, she, I am not she's a, fan a controversial of character to begin with. But what I will say is I do respect how she is able to grow and reinvent herself and her like and her sound yes. while still like for lack of a better term being on brand. Yes. Like it's still her, but it's like but it's grown and like changed over time and I totally respect that. It's just not for me. Totally. Completely understand some of it, I actually feel the same way, honestly. Mm. Um, she spends a lot of the concert, like, strutting around right. the stage, like, looking in the camera, which, like, I kind of love. Like, I'm like, yes, bad bitch, like, feel yourself. <laughs> but I understand why that can be grating. Um, other than that, I'm still listening to Crazy Rich Asians on Audible. Um, yeah. Last night, I just watched Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. What'd you think? was pretty good i was distracted a lot of the time because i was also on my phone i was like double screening it my poor my poor best friend eric was um all by himself in the world of wes anderson for a long portion of the movie because i had to uh update this fucking phone right because i was starting this phone from square one it's it's a long story i got all my shit back it was just a nightmare um so uh, but what i did see there was one sequence that i really loved where someone makes sushi and it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. um yeah with wasabi poison which really made made me laugh um because wasabi is kind of its own little poison right (laughs) so that and then we also watched the lizzie mcguire movie which i we stand (laughs) of course I love the Lizzie McGuire movie. It's just a movie full of montages of right. just lady power. I, right. I love it so much. Um, I really was, I was telling Eric that Lizzie McGuire is very emblematic of the time between middle school and high school for me. 
Um, mm. When really the show got canceled when I was middle school, that movie came out right before I went to high school. And I, what I love about Lizzie is as opposed to like Raven or Hannah Montana or Ren Stevens or some of these mm-hmm. other girls that were on Disney at the same time. Lizzie is normal. She's right. klutzy. She's always putting her foot in her mouth. She's like pretty, but doesn't know it. It's like, it's really refreshing. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's the realist in the way that's like Raven's a psychic and Hannah Montana's a pop star. Like, yes. I, yeah. Lizzie is the real, real. She's the real, real. She's the real, real honey. Um, and just catching up with my regular podcasts. Yay. Yes. All right. Um, who was the last person you texted aside from me? It was Eric, my best friend. Aw, yay. Yes. Uh, because I was letting him know uh, that we were going to hang out today as well. <laughs> yay. How do you know Eric? Eric and I worked at Stage of St. Louis together twice. Ooh. We weren't, we didn't get really close on the first contract, but the second time we were there this past summer, they assigned us as roommates because they knew we already knew one another and shit got crazy. Oh man. (laughs) It was amazing. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, and he's so lovely and I love him so much. Yay. Yes. Cool. And final question. Who would you like to wish well? First wish well of 2019. Yes. Well, I'll throw it back to you, Ian. Aw, shucks. I wish you well. It's mildly obligatory that I send it back. Because can you imagine if our listeners were at home not thinking? Right. She better send it back. Yeah, she better. They were thinking. If you didn't do it, it would be okay. I promise you. I have another one that I was also thinking of. But Ian, first off, for you. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you. I love our show. Season 3.5, honey bun. Yep. What, what? <laughs> and honestly, it's one of the best parts of my week to do the Aww, show with you. I'm glad. Yeah, it makes me really happy. I will say that the smartest thing we did in 2018 was take a summer break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the show was grating on me. And the reason that I love the show so much is because of you, not because of the show itself. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, I'm glad it works. Yes. I'm glad I make it work. You make it work, honey. You're doing the work. The work, 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 work. work, work. Ian makes that work, 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 work. And I do some things in Then we talk a little more. Oh, yeah. More, more, more. But I also wanted to wish well Kathy Lee Gifford. We backlogged a bunch of episodes before the winter break. Well, we didn't take a winter break, but you know what I mean. Before the winter holidays. And in that time, Kathy Lee announced that she was leaving the fourth hour of the Today Show with Kathy Lee and Hoda. Ooh, I missed that. Yes. So it was very sad, um, but she stayed on like 10 years longer than she intended to. Right. She was, she became a widow this past year or two years ago. She needs like a break. Yeah. You know, she needs some time for herself. And uh, I I think the fourth hour of the Today Show is like the epitome of excellence in daytime TV. Mm. Kathy Lee and Hoda are so funny. And I know people don't get it, like the day drinking and the tissue box that comes out of the ceiling. And they have like a rating system when people tweet the show where the wine glasses fill up with more wine. It's white for Hoda and red for, no, red for Hoda and white for Kathy Lee. Mm. And the wine glass that gets full, the like soon, the overflows first is the person that Twitter sides with. Like they have stupid mm. shit on their show. But as a team, they are unreal. And, like, even as someone who never really watched it, like, I remember finding it so refreshing. Oh, it's so comforting. Because you have, like, four, like, three hours of the news. Yeah. Which can go either way. 
Remind me who the anchor was that it was revealed when Matt Lauer was such a dick. He was the reason that she got ousted from the Today Show. Ann Curry? Ann Curry. So Ann Curry and Jenna Bush Hager are the two names that are floating around to replace Kathy Lee. Jenna Bush Hager has been on the show a lot. She sits in on the panel with like Willie Geist and Al Roker and that team. Willie Geist, by the way, who I see all All the fucking time. time. Yes, he lives on the Upper West Side. Right. I see Michael Strahan there, too. I think they may live in the same building. Well, and, like, all of block. that film's, like, around there, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so I uh, I really hope that, uh, you know, another powerful lady gets put in that slot. Right. And it becomes a, a party unto itself. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Great. So, uh, plug time? Plug time. Where can people find you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. And you can find me at Ibroski on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. The show is a Dapper Devil production. Those yes, Dapper it Devils, honey buns. Yeah, see, it's a Dapper Devil yeah. production, see? <laughs> I should put that at the end of every episode. It's a Dapper I, Devil production, see? I kind of legitimately love that oh okay great like, well, as I'll like send an it actual all, branding kind of thing i'll send it to all the shows <laughs> we'll put it on the entire network yeah um and uh, you can find us at thisweeksthing.com thisweeksthing and gmail.com at thisweeksthing is our handle hashtag thisweeksthing if you want to get on the discoosh bb and uh yeah i think that's everything you need to know yeah like comment rate subscribe tell your friends tell your enemies tell your frenemies tell those moms tell your moms hug those dads <laughs> tell your dogs and hug your dogs yes hug a dog today but don't tell your cats no don't they're jealous i know i'm claire manship and i'm ian brodsky and, and that, that was, was the thing, thing that, that happened, happened this week, week. bye bye